Who is your favorite teammate and why? Favorite teammate? I'm going to go with Joe Carnahan. Mm. Joe Carnahan, uh, first of all, his accent was amazing. Australian. Close. Uh, Norwegian. Uh, also close. Uh, he's from like Milwaukee. <laughs> Right? So just this great... That's a lovely accent. Yeah, just a great... New Jersey. New Jersey. Ah. Uh, so he uh, he was just like great energy. Like you knew he had your back. Yeah. And the accent really drove it home. And man, this guy. Joe Carnahan. Easy. Um, the vibe, it, you could go for four and you know he's going to make you laugh. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. he was kind of salty though. You know, he had a little... He had some edge. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember one time, true story... Uh, I hit a home run, and uh, and I hit it pretty far. So it kind of it kind of surprised me. It's actually in Irvine, Concordia University, and uh, the pitcher got upset, which probably justifiably uh, got upset about it. So I started running around. I get to home, the catcher, I wasn't paying. I guess he was upset. Joe Carnahan went like got in the catcher's face. That's the, that's who Joe Carnahan is. Yeah, I was oblivious to it. All. I was doing you know popping chains and uh, you know giving props <laughs> to the good Lord above. But uh, yeah, Joe. Great, great guy. Lefty, sweet swing. Looks yeah. like he's from the 1920s. Yeah? Yeah. Like 5 o'clock shadow right after he shaved. <laughs> that makes sense. So beautiful. Yeah. If uh, um, if you're teaching a group of kids and you're letting them know about Joe Carnahan, uh, what, what needs to stand out in their brains about him that is going to help that group become a great team? Joe, Joe had two out of the three necessities, right? So I would focus on the two that he had, which were attitude and effort, right? You can control those. So when I'm talking to kids, he had that attitude of like, whatever it takes, I'm in, right? No matter what comes our way, good or bad, I'm in and I'm all in for everybody. Mm -hmm. And he gave effort, Mm -hmm. tremendous effort, regardless of the score. Now, the third one is treating others the way you want to be treated. Two out of three is not bad. There you go, Joe, right? (laughs) A little salt of the earth. We had some salty... Salty, yeah, what do you uh, got? What's folks. your? Uh... I go Jeff Nichols. Jeff Nichols Jeffrey. is still yeah. one of my uh, best pals. He was in my wedding. I was in his. Uh, I tailgated his final engineering exam at Brown University. Whoa. Now I never uh, stepped foot into the engineering building at yeah. Brown U. That was not my thing. I was a theater, arts, and music guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, back in the day when I had adult beverages, I, I've since retired for almost a decade now. I tailgated his final exam and when he stepped out he actually was the last person to finish grinder grinder yeah and it speaks to the way he brushed his teeth mm. and the way that he took ground balls and yeah. stayed in the weight room late um he was the opposite of me and he's the exact same as me all at one time and i think if i'm teaching a kid hey here's how you be a good teammate be like jeff nichols he was just there for me he yeah. was my pal we could uh, we could spend a Friday night, turn the lights off, and watch Braveheart in its entirety, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and Freedom. and he had my back when I was O for twenty five. Yeah, and uh, he could just say, "Hey, Jimmy, we better watch uh, Dumb and Dumber tonight." You know, cheer you up, cheer you right up. <laughs> um, but uh, also, I was the loose cannon, and and he was more straight down the line, like Steady. get there early, stay late. Mm-hmm. Um, not gonna stay out too late, mm-hmm. uh, you know. When there's a game the next day, kind of guy. So he kept me on the rails. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the yin to my yang, but also my spirit animal. So I love that. Yeah. Jeff Nichols. 
Uh, I thought a good topic for today, uh, it's episode two, and what do we want to call this thing? We've tossed a few things up in the air. Uh, while we've done that, I really like Coach Ball Game Talk and Shop with Coach Chop. And I, I really like it a lot. I mean, it rolls right off the tongue. I like it a lot. Yeah. And it's 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 ball game and it's chop, yeah. and we're talking the shop. And I coached a day of camp today, all day. It's it's day 44 of summer camp. I've been rolling all summer, and I'll hit the road Monday. We'll go to Iowa and St. Louis and Chicago, Williamsport, and New York, New City. York City. And it's like my favorite thing to do is yeah. do my thing, play my tunes to New Year's. Tell the stories, all the hits, uh, give all the nicknames. So I'm I'm very excited about that, and to share it with my two young daughters will be amazing. Show them the countryside a little bit. Um, That's so great. It is great. Yeah. But Spreading joy and love, and it's so special. Anyone that hasn't done it before, go do it. You know where he's going. He said it. You'll put stuff up there. You're going to tell him again. But like, yep. if you have an opportunity, you you got to go. It's special. It's fun. It it's is. Amazing. I, I do. I do take it. Very personally, if it's not special, it's special. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I love the topic of being a good teammate, and I feel like a great topic on that um, subject is how we can command, um, command our team, uh, command their attention, and make sure that uh, they know that we're holding them accountable mm-hmm. for their choices. But finding that balance of each and every personality. Uh, I ran into 50 kids today, 49 of them listened on the first time, and it's the fourth day of the week, so they, they really know the expectations. They're dialed in, they got the uncomfortable eye contact, they know to hustle to a team meeting, but I had one kid having a tough day, maybe he's had a tough month, um, that just would not budge. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it's like, it took me a second to be okay, all the other 49 are doing it. He should do it. Let me just say it louder. Go to right field. Oh, let me say it a little louder. Go to right field. Um, and it took me a good 30 minutes to kind of Man. get off my pedestal and be like, wait a second. Yeah. What is going on with this dude right now? And what's going on with me? Mm-hmm. But how, how, um, how cocky of me to think, no, that kid's just going to jump on board with the other 49 because it's the majority. I don't know what's going on yeah. at, in, at the house with him, but um, maybe we'll start with this. Uh, the importance of, of commanding your group, because mm-hmm. you and me both, I think we can be the most fun coaches out there. That's, and I think kids yeah. go home thinking that. Yeah. Um, just that's the way we are. That's right. And uh, at the same time, I don't let anything slide, and I don't think a lot of parents realize this until they see it in person. Before I'm the most fun, I'm I, I'm not a sergeant, but I need all their attention, yeah. and I will make sure they are looking at me for 12 quiet seconds, nice and still, um, uh, and, and let them know that I have high expectations for your choices right now, and it starts with some respect. So how do you... Um, command the attention of your players uh, right out of the gate. It's it's one of those things where uh, if you want respect or attention, you have to give it, right? So mm-hmm. I set the expectation by providing it. So I'll tell a child if he's not giving me eye contact, you know, little Johnny, like, hey Johnny, like when I'm when you're talking to me, I'm looking you in the eyes and I'm showing you that respect. So you got to do the same thing. And this is important, not just on the field. This is as you get older. 
we got to show respect to our elders and you have to be respectful, but I feel like you have to give it in order to get it. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I've always done, but it, your tone matters, uh, stern, but loving, mm-hmm. right? Your body language matters. Being prepared matters. Being organized matters. Being on time. Your camp starts at nine. You're there before 6am, <laughs> right? So like, same thing. Like if I have practice at five, I'm there at three 30, dragging the field, watering the field, yep. being dialed in, like mm-hmm. greeting the kids when they get there before practice, mm-hmm. asking them how their day at school was, uh, you know, engaging them in two ball or pepper or just getting going. But like, they know you care. You've earned their respect. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. your kids know you care. Now, does that mean 49 out of 50 are going to do it right? Sometimes. And yeah. then, then it comes down to like, okay, I need to get down to their level and I need to talk to Billy and figure out what's going on. Because this is that a character for Billy or something's going on. So you got to show them you care and that you love them. Yeah. Right? I absolutely. And, and I think that balance is, is very necessary right out of the gates where wow, this guy really cares. And I think that's the word is, is just engage. Before I command their attention or teach them the uncomfortable eye contact or the epic team meeting pose, um, uh, I, I definitely engage them with a, hey, mm-hmm. my name's James. Yeah, My nickname's Coach Ballgame right. because I love coaching baseball. My second favorite thing to do is eat spaghetti. My so third good. favorite thing to do is play the drums. And if I can do all three at one time, heaven. I'm in heaven. Now, what is totally. your name? Totally. And what is your nickname? And there's a line, 100 deep, of kids and parents waiting to get into baseball camp. But I let them know, this is the most important time of the week. Your kid needs to know I care. I need to see your kid's face and come up with a good nickname based on things they love. You won't have to do this the rest of the week. But... If it's gonna be special, wait five minutes, you know. Yeah, and totally. and so I I do that before I lay the hammer down and yeah. say, okay, uh, I don't really care if you win today. I don't care if you go zero for ten today. But you are gonna listen to your coaches. Yeah. You are gonna give that quiet, uncomfortable eye contact. You're gonna be respectful. Yeah. Um, and I really, I really am quick when I, I see somebody out of line, um, especially early on, maybe the first practice or the first game. Uh, but there, there's that engagement and that command kind of balance. And I think a lot of it has to do with tone. Like if you were to teach a young coach or a parent about the balance of command tone versus engaging fun co- uh, tone, like is that teachable? Boy, uh I think it can be kind of fine-tuned. I, I would argue some of it is kind of innate, right? Uh, you have a great coach, Coach Titan, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. And me as a parent who brought my kid to camp, right away I saw Coach Titan and was like, oh, he's got it, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it's that stern but loving tone, and it's engaged, and it's caring. And even the way they correct the way a kid's doing something is is knowledgeable and kind but stern. It's right. not like... Hey, would you mind trying? It's like, no, you need to try it this way. And there's a reason. And, and sometimes he explains that and you do and I do as well. Yep. So it's just that that balance. Uh, but can you teach it? I think there's got to be a little bit innate, but there's a lot you can teach too. I had a good uh, teacher, uh, my buddy Dan Spring, and he's like, there's going to be constructive criticism in everything they do. Say something positive. Mm. I mean, all right. Uh, maybe it's just the totally. fact that they have like great your shoes. shoes. Yeah. There you go. Jinx. That's funny. Jinxies. Yeah. That's a yeah. fist bumper. And we haven't done a handshake with uncomfortable eyes. So that's mm, that's great feels stuff. Good. That does feel Felt good. Right. 
Oh, man. And that's it. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you next week. Um, but, he, uh, yeah, I love the way you're down and ready. Now let's talk about that fielding yes. position when the ball gets there. Um, and then you can turn the volume up on Stern if need be, totally. right? You have to be intuitive. Totally. Um, and when I'm hiring coaches, I'm looking at their heart. Can they be compassionate and patient? And then can they turn the volume up when necessary while still being compassionate? Yeah, totally. Um, totally. And, and boy, I am not perfect. And I have another topic we'll talk about in a little bit, and it's something I want to ask uh, a guy you know well, manager of the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's definitely – I was taught that, right? I, I, I probably, and I know I did, just starting out coaching, I jumped at the negative. Whoa, what's yep. going on there? That's wrong. And immediately they shut me off. Totally. And they shut defensive everything heels. off. They get on the defensive. Yeah. Um, and they don't hear any of That's it. Right. So um, I think I've, I've, I started out with a very jolly, happy vibe. No doubt about it. That's innate in me. But there was definitely things I learned to really... Um, Keep the kids open. Keep mm-hmm. keep them listening, and and I think you just grow a sensitivity to oh, I overstepped my bounds, especially with this type of kid. They're yeah. sh- they're they're shut off. Totally. Um, I so I had a my my one out of fifty today mm-hmm. that just wouldn't budge. I said go to left, and they just wouldn't. And I, I said oh he's he can't hear me. Let me turn. <laughs> Go to left field. Does he know who I am? I'm Coach Ballgame. Yeah, I am Coach Ballgame, and all 49 of these, yeah, yeah, yeah and you're the, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, you, uh, you are wrong, kid, and I am right. Go to left field. And I just stood there beside him, and he said, I got here first. I got here for, I got to center field first. Wow. And we Man, talked a lot about fighting over positions, sure. right? You know, the kids want to fight over first base. Yeah. Shortstop. I, I always say if you're if you're caught fighting over first base, you all go to the outfield. Love that. Where it's actually more fun, where the best players play, right? Roberto Clemente and Willie Mays and Shoeless yeah. Joe Jackson. I like that. Um, but uh, th- there is no fighting over the positions. You can do a little Rochambeau. Boom, boom, boom. We've done it. We did it right? last, last episode. Yes, we did. Yeah. Episode one. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, but there, th- there was no budge here, and I, I had to, I had to remind myself to breathe. Yeah, I was just gonna say because Deep breath. Yeah, yeah. Um, because uh, it, it wasn't I wasn't getting what I wanted. Yeah. Neither was he. He wasn't getting what he wanted. That's he wanted true. to play center, uh, but he was needed in that moment to play left. Yeah. But. A great quote, I don't know where I heard it, or maybe I made it up, hmm. and it's mine, mm-hmm. is listen on the first time, especially if you don't want to. Wow. Right? Especially if you don't want to, listen on the first time. And that is my job as a coach to help these parents out and say, kids, you don't want to listen to your mom or dad right now. You don't want to listen to them when they ask you to clean your room. That's when you definitely should do it, especially when you don't want to. Why? Because your team needs you to do that. Your family needs you to clean your room. That way you can move on to the next thing. Maybe that's dinner or uh, bedtime, whatever it might be. His team needed him to go to left field in that moment, and he was not doing it. And it took about 20 minutes for me to kind of process it. And be like, he really isn't budging. 
and I, I kind of just sat beside him for a little bit. <laughs> He's out there in center field. Yeah. And then and then it was time for his team to go in the dugout, and I just kind of followed him, didn't say anything, and we sat beside each other in the dugout, and um, didn't say anything yeah. for a good five minutes. I, I've learned that that sometimes just silence and sitting beside someone who's really not listening yeah. helps out a lot. And then I was able to calm down. I think he calmed down for yeah. the moment as well, and I just said. Um, Why didn't you listen to me? Yeah. And he said, I got there first. And I made up something like, well, your team needed you to play left field because that batter was a really good hitter and they always hit it to left field. And he said, that's not true. That wasn't a good hitter. (laughs) What? Player scout, okay. And I said... (laughs) Touche. Nice. <laughs> well, your team needed you to play left field. Bye. And I just walked off. Walked it off? And I walked, and I let it just sit. And then I did a little peekaboo behind yeah, me after a couple bit, yeah. and, and I could tell there was some processing going on. Okay. And, and we just ended with that. And then about an hour and a half later, I had a discussion with the whole group, and I said, you know... If you don't want to listen to your coach on the first time, I can relate. And that's where I knew I needed to go with it, and I wasn't able to in the moment. Yeah. That dude needed me to relate with him yeah. and get on his playing field and say, Coach Ballgame knows how you feel. He wanted to buck the system when he was a kid as well. Oh my gosh. He yeah. didn't like hearing some things from uh, his teachers or coaches or parents, but... He's learned along the way, this isn't an I thing. It's a we thing. Baseball is a we thing. And you know, you're you're not going to always get what you want. Yeah. Actually, you're rarely going to get what you want. And let's be really honest, hardly ever do you get what you want. In this life, especially in baseball and team sports. Um, so you've got to take that hat off, put a different kind of hat on, and just play a different game. you yeah. got to look through a different set of glasses. And it was more of a learning experience for me than the kid. But by the end of the day, it was like, you know, that's that was at 9.30 and we get to 3 o'clock. Yeah. There's a fist bump at the end of the day and I'm like, started off rough. <laughs> Got a lot better, didn't it? And he said, yeah, it did. And he actually won an award at 3 o'clock, the Bounce Back Award. Nice. Uh, for, you know, coming around full circle. And did it get to the place where... Boom, he's going to listen right away. No. Yeah. But with that type of personality, if you can just go up an inch. Mm, inch by inch. Inch by inch, yeah. then you're in good shape. That's so right. um, it, it it was, I don't know, it was tough. Maybe you can uh, throw out an example in your coaching life of something similar to that. Yeah, I and I think I think you may not see right away with this example with this young man, but I'm sure he's had that similar interaction with a coach or a parent where they went off the handle on him mm-hmm. and lost him, whereas yeah. you have no idea what kind of seed you planted there. And I think that's amazing. Yep. Right? I, well, I'll, just to speak yeah. to that real quick, as I was approaching him, 
and definitely I was my motor was running and I was not calmed down yet and I was I was here and I was trying to get close. I could see him kind of backing off. Yes. Right? And he's like he uh, I, I I it was like, "Oh, coach is the predator. I'm the prey right oh. now. I need to dodge this guy. What is he going to do with me?" And I was like, "Oh my yeah. gosh, he thinks I'm going to be aggressive towards him or something." And um yeah. You know, yeah. that, that's a, that's a, that's a moment where I'm sure a lot of coaches can relate, right? Your kid is not doing what, what you're asking them to do. Um, and maybe they're in the wrong and you're in the right, but still that ain't the point. Yeah. And, uh, I, that, that was, that was an eye opener for me. Like this approach of being stern ain't working. Not it's actually, audience. no, not yeah. with that audience. Yeah. So anyhow, that's, that was yeah, I got a I got a couple uh, a couple of points, and uh, for the coaches out there that are watching this today, I'm going to touch on a little bit of like you're talking about sandwiching your instruction, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's really important how we say things, right? In yeah. A positive tone versus a negative tone. Quick examples: your kids having trouble throwing strikes. Most coaches want to throw out, don't lose them. Like you want to throw out, hey, force contact. Hey, you got this. Take a deep breath. Right. So instead of don't lose them. Right. Hey, throw a strike. Use your defense. Force contact. There's a positive way to say we need a strike. Uh, teach the do. Preach the do. Not say the, the do, don'ts. not the don't. That's yeah. right. And that's science. Yep. Right. Like your mind only hears the negative. Right. Uh, if it, there's two strikes, we a lot of coaches will throw out a don't strike out. Hey, put it in play. Hey, come on, Billy, put it in play. You got this. Take a deep breath. You know. Yep. Um, so like that's really important. And then to your point with if you need to constructively uh, instruct or criticize a player, right? Uh, there's a way to do it. And you start with that compliment. You have to. That's at the highest level. Yeah. You know, major league coaches talk about that in behind closed doors. Like we have to address this with a multi-million dollar athlete. Mm-hmm. You have to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise they won't hear you. Yeah. Right? We're humans. Right? Uh, so you have to come at someone the right way with respect and love. So I'm going to come to coach ball game and say, hey, best camp I've ever seen. Bar none. Now you're open to my criticism, sure, right? I don't have any criticism because you're awesome. But if you have criticism for a player, now you have that opportunity to lovingly and respectfully give them the feedback that they do need to hear because you care about them and you want them to be great. Yeah, I right? mean, everybody loves a good compliment. No doubt. That opens up the door. And kids... I'm listening. Boy, yeah. they love, love compliments. They love, love attention. No they doubt. need it. So, no doubt. So yeah. you get them in that moment in that space where they can hear you. Mm-hmm. Tell them what they have to... What, what you got to say because you care about them. And then you finish it with a compliment again. Yep. Best camp I've ever seen. Smack them on the, on the behind or the side. Go about your business. That's coaching. Yep. Right? Um, and then the other point is you asked me about a, a situation. I have a really good situation with a coach. Uh, he was a kid, a player of mine named Sean. Mm-hmm. This was early in my career as a high school coach. So I was the hitting coach and I helped with, actually I was in charge of discipline. So 32 years old, I want to say, in charge of discipline. So I, a little bit of a little bit of ego that went along with that back in the day. Yep. And uh, I was really stern. And I thought that all the kids knew that I was stern because I cared about them, mm-hmm. right? Now I know as a coach, more important than anything, you got to make sure your kids know you care about them. And they have to know that you love them. That's first and foremost. That's the most important part of the whole deal. Yeah. All, I mean, end of the day, that's it. So um, I didn't do a great job of that. I was really stern with this young man in high school. Really good athlete, really good pitcher. He goes off to college, right? Fast forward... Eight years down the road, I run into him. He's a coach now in high school. And he says, man, coach, I was really afraid of you in high school. Oh, it crushed me, right? Yeah, crushed sure. me. Because sure. I've learned 
what's really important. Yeah. You know, and it's about the kids knowing that you care about them and love them and that they're special and important yep. and they matter. Yeah. And, uh, and so as coaches, like make sure they know that you love and you care about them. And that'll go back to how do you command that respect? Mm-hmm. They know you love and care about them. They're going to listen to you because you get something important to say to help them along their journey on and off the field. It might take six hours. Oh, yeah. It might take six, six weeks. months. Yeah. Who knows? Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can definitely get antsy and I wanted that one kid out of 50 <laughs> to listen to me immediately. Yeah. And it wasn't going to happen. Not you today. Know? Not today. And what a great learning experience for me. So, I mean, w- we both struggled early on. Yep. I was passive aggressive uh, in my 20s as a coach, uh, and, and I would go to my boss and say, I didn't sign up for this. You know, these kids are just run- It's like herding cats. Yeah. And uh, it, it, we get it. We get it when uh, when you're you're struggling uh, with a coach, uh, you know, with, with coaching uh, these young kids. I wanted to discuss, like, apologizing yeah like as a coach um how important it is for me when i know i've messed up right you with sean me with so many even today the way i went about it uh, i could have i could have i don't know i mean i i I, maybe not i i i think i had a good uh gauge on okay i'm overstepping it like finding that good balance um just like a good swing it's like just like a good swing, yeah. but the importance of when you know you're in the wrong, uh, owning up to it, totally right, oh my gosh. and yeah. and being uh, being relatable in that sense to the player. Uh, I've done it before. I've definitely said I I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. Yeah. I I made a mistake today, uh, and I say it to my assistant coaches too. If I feel like I'm I'm too hard on them or totally. something like that, yeah. um, but. Maybe you can speak to that, and something I want to ask uh, the doc, Coach yeah. Dave Roberts. You know, wh- just the importance of of own up to it, owning up to yeah. it. Yeah. What yeah. do you got on that? I think it's huge. I think it's important as a coach. I think it's important as a parent. I mean, I have mm. four little boys, and uh, I know when I was growing up, I thought my dad was perfect, <laughs> right? So when I made a mistake, I thought I was on an island where only I made that mistake. Whereas now, with me, with my children when they act out and, you know, anger or, or tell a white lie, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell them right out of the gate, you know, you got that from me. You got that from me. And it took me a long time to work on it. And I'm still working on it. Yeah. But that's not how we, how we do things. And as parents, we love you too much to let you get away with it. Yeah. So there's a consequence, but we love you and you got that from me. So it's, it's, I think it's paramount to own up. Right. And as a coach, it's really good with when a kid makes an error, this, that, and the other, like, they don't get on their heels and scared. It's like, wait a second, this is an opportunity for all of us to learn. Mm-hmm. I made three mistakes today. I sent the guy with one out from second trying to score him. Had no business sending him. He was out by 20 feet. You know, uh, you know, I called the wrong bunt defense. So it's like, you make sure they know that you know, like, well, I'm not perfect. Yeah. And you own up to it. And you that's how you gain more respect. Yeah. Right? Society today wants to point the finger. Like, if we all just get behind, like, what can I correct that I did wrong? We got action. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, as a parent, as a coach, own up to it and and be honest, you know, and then try not to let it happen again. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's that's how you command it. Come back to how do you command the respect? Like that's how. Yeah. I, I've run into it with my oldest daughter, who's seven and she's very smart and intuitive and good at Legos, too. Right. Great at Legos yeah. and uh, and dancing and gymnastics uh, and and all sorts of stuff. But. 
when uh, when I have those moments of okay, I overreacted, and I communicate that to her, and I say, I'm not perfect, and I made a mistake, and I'm sorry. It's so hard. Oh yeah. Because <sighs> she made bad decisions and we are on her all the time about yeah. not doing that and she's done it and I feel like a failure yeah. and uh, I feel like she needs uh, some stern uh, to 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 get to that next level but the moments when I fess up or own up and say I'm not perfect is when she acts like I want her to it's totally. when she kind of opens up totally and she uh, starts to listen a whole lot more and she gets more uh, empathy in her tone and um, and then the next day is a way better day so yeah I I have covered way more ground by owning up to hey I'm I messed up and I overreacted and it's my bad and and she's done a great job of learning how to communicate Dad, that I don't. It, it felt like you were yelling at me, and 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 and, and, and I just want so you good. to communicate yeah. that. Yeah. And and then I I say, uh, you know, unwillingly, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can I can <laughs> I can be I can be a little stern or, or yelly at times. And then she comes back with a, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was in the wrong mood. I love it. And it's like, why didn't you do that when I yelled at you? <laughs> and then it's a, a, a you know tutorial for me on yeah. fatherhood. That's our ego. That that's my <laughs> ego. Boy, am I! I've got an ego. And so I'm I'm constantly learning every day, yeah. right? And man, um, I got a good question for you. Oh if, yeah, if I may. And this might turn into another whole episode, um, but. I found, I know you found with kids, and it's it's a four-letter word if you don't count the apostrophe, right? But the, the word I can't, mm. right? Mm. Uh, how do you, to me, that's such a bad word as a kid because you're limiting yourself, right? Sure. And even with my coaches, when they say like, oh, so-and-so can't do that. Well, wait a second. So-and-so can do that, and we're going to try. Mm-hmm. And if they fail, we're going to try again. And if they fail, we're going to try again. Yeah. We're going to keep trying. Yeah. But let's never l- allow can't. So how do you... When you see that, what what are some of your tools or your ways that you handle that? Yeah, first first and foremost, I try and have a coach run the rest of what's going on and try to run that field. Yeah. And I, that kid's usually crying on the bench, totally. or they're crying by their bag, or they're somewhere, and I'll just sit beside them. And this is a go-to because usually it's striking out or or yeah. or hitting a batter or walking five guys in a row. And I've got. Uh, two perfect examples that actually happened. Uh, for pitchers, I sit there, and they're expecting, uh, you know, maybe they're expecting to get chewed out, sure. or they're expecting to get yelled at, and and I, I I just I just have silence. I just sit there, and and they start to calm down when you don't say anything, mm. but you sit beside them. It goes from like frantic to slow breathing. Yep, yeah. and then I'll just say. <laughs> Man, you're a good baseball player, and you know it depends on the kid. Sometimes it'll be a it'll be a shut up coach ball game, right. blah. Or sometimes you it'll actually hit home, and then I move to uh, what did you have for breakfast? I love it. Right? Yeah. And um, 
and 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 that's just a buffer, just a kind of a, a you know a salad uh, yeah. before the meal starts. Yeah. And it, it, I get a lot of different reactions, but I've spent three good minutes just quietly sitting with them, you know, mm-hmm. while the game's going on, and just to decompress. Totally. The moment, yeah. uh, you know, the moment of getting out, and then I throw out coach ball game and in their brain they're thinking I just know that they put me on this pedestal of he's way up there and he knows Albert Pujols and he's got a drum signed by Mike Trout and he's Mike Trout (laughs) Um, and I say you know when I was eight years old I uh, there was a game Pittsburgh North Carolina I was the best player on the team yeah and and I struck out four times in a row but guess what I did that fifth time up I struck out again. <laughs> Over five, five strikeouts. Whew. And then that's when you actually get some looks like, Oh, yeah. What? You? Really? And then if it's, you know, if it's a pitcher, I, the first time I ever pitched, I, would, I threw fast. I threw yeah. really fast. But I hit eight straight batters to the point where the catcher had to come out and say, James... I think we got to take you out. I think I got to tell the coach we got to take you out because we, we can't this afford it. This is not working here, you know. And and when you get when you get quiet with them, and you let them know you care, yeah. and you're not going to yell at them, and then you relate, uh, they can relate to your failures totally. way more than all, all the things you've succeeded with. So. Um, that's where I go, yeah. just to decompress the whole situation. And then, once they've stopped crying, then you can start to build them up and say, I saw something earlier in the day when you were playing catch with your partner. I saw improvement there. Yeah. And that's all we're looking for, right? That totally. is just working your way up that stairwell. Um, and this I can't do it business, well, that's just a lie. You know, and That's that right. is not the truth. That's right. And and I've learned you can be blunt with that. Uh, you know, if somebody is being bullied and they, and they feel sad because somebody called them fat, yeah. um, just going just just going right to them and saying, you know, that's a lie. Right. You know, that's not true. And I know that. And um, that that's all I have to say about that. You yeah. know, and, and just being blunt with. What's true and what's not. Yeah. Um, if if you've built up that um, that comfort with with them totally. and and they they trust you, yeah. right? If you've earned that trust, then yeah, they'll they'll go there with you. So um, yeah, that's a good that's good. This has been a good podcast. It's been a great podcast. Yeah. This is the we talked about this. Currently, this is the number one ranked podcasts amongst youth coaches who coach baseball on this block in lake forest in lake forest right that's true there's two votes it's unanimous voted on by both of us two of us and it's unanimous it's two to nothing yeah we're nobody's sh- voted yet great reviews too i mean i mean uh, five yeah. stars so yeah. uh we're coming up with a name and we're pretty sure it's coach ball game Talk and shop with Coach Chop. With Coach Chop, and we always end the episode oh, with yeah. a fun little oh, ditty. And I've got some big trash cans. This is going to be great. And uh, we're going to have some great guests coming up. Yeah, we are. Uh, we've already got them lined up. And this is this is my favorite flavor. Your this favorite is flavor. This is a Canadian uh, 
business spits. And you're smoky barbecue. I'm a smoky barbecue type of guy. Salt and pepper is delicious as well. It's cracked pepper, but I'm original hairs. myself. Original spits, David's. Uh, oh boy, that's that's tough. I I uh, I think I probably have to go we're spits do, as well. We're gonna do twenty, so like. About there. That's probably close. So what's the game, Coach? I feel like we're going to go for speed and accuracy. Speed and accuracy. So uh, who can we gotta make polish sure off 20? we got to count them. Yeah. Is this a footstool, I hope? Three. Yep. Good. Four. Perfect. I don't know. <laughs> Six. We can count two. Seven. Eight. I'm counting out about nine. Ten. I was listening to you count, so I lost count on mine. <laughs> but I'm looking at and one, four two. Four more. Now, if I weren't, if I didn't have integrity, I would get these in my mouth so I could soak them, which we all know makes it easier. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not going to do that. But you have integrity. I do. Yeah, I have just enough to I'm not. I'm pretty put sure these that's in. 20 there. One, two, four, six, eight, ten. Five, I didn't let you count mine, so I'm going to trust you. 19 and 20. There's 20 yeah. right there. All right. So I'm going back in with that. And uh, good luck. We're going to go just one, two, three. Get them in there. Polish off. Yeah, get them done. And uh, on your mark. I mean, good luck. Get set. Mm. Boy, I immediately just want to sit back and enjoy it and watch the ball game. Now, are you swallowing the seed? Or you no, chin up. Left more, back left. This should be an uh, Olympic. It might be. Deal. We'll be able to edit this so it'll go faster. We'll, we'll add some music and mm -hmm. fast forward it. Yeah. Thanks to Tommy, our editor. Who, mm. Tommy Patton. Out of New York. I feel like I'm... I feel like I'm coming around that second mm -hmm. turn there. I need to test it. Was that English? <laughs> it's tough when you don't get a clean... Mm -hmm. I'm getting close. I'm not even close. Mm. I, have a, I feel like a chipmunk. <laughs> Chewing on a... On a branch, box of hair, of uncle's ranch. Mm. Got about five left. Well, what if you spit and miss the trash can a little oh, bit? I love that extra credit. Hmm. I'm just slow with everything I do. Yeah, well, you know what? It's you're um, a California boy. I'm a Carolina boy. No, you're deliberate. That's it. I got two left. Last one. For all the marbles. We got literally like seven left. <laughs> <laughs> Winner. <laughs> champion. Uncomfortable eyes. And as always, we'll probably never see you again. We might not. <laughs> and I might not see him. Ever oh, we're going to be gone for a bit. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, to the tour. Say again where you're going, yeah. I'm going to Dyersville, Iowa. Uh, Sandlot's there. Um, we're going to St. Louis. Yep. Sandlot's there. Chicago. Um, Williamsport. Williamsport, PA. And the Bronx. Wow. Did someone say something about Yankee Stadium? Mm -hmm. This so, is the thing. There's a Little League field. Incredible. Where the old Yankee Stadium field mm -hmm. used to be. The house that Ruth built. Yeah. You can see Herb. new Yankee Stadium from there. Wow. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're That's really so doing good. it, Harry. The only thing I'm sad about is we're going to be in... Philadelphia and New York next week, and mm. it doesn't line up. Doesn't line up because if it lined up, man, 
we'd it'd be amazing. You know? And then you're going to St. Lou. We are going to St. Lou. But that's later. later. It doesn't line up. You know, this ain't heaven. It will, though. We'll, we'll get it there. This is our last chance. This is the last go-around for mm. me. Uh, which probably helps us, I would say, in the long run. Long run. We're going to figure out the Zoom thing, oh how to gosh. do all that. But Tommy will help us, maybe. Tommy will dial us in. Yep. And uh, uh, we're going to have some amazing guests. Uh, we're going to give you some looks into baseball at the highest level, baseball at the youth level. Peel back the curtain. We're going to high school, college. Like we'll, we'll get it going. We'll get some scouts on here. We'll do some fun stuff. We'll... Uh, We'll kind of go all over the spectrum of uh, this whole beautiful game we love so much. Well, I, I found this out. If you're going to change the culture and change the yeah. narrative and turn it on its head from, um, you know, the the youth sports helicopter win, win, mm-hmm. win, pressure, burnout to mm-hmm. what it should be, you've got to interview major leaders. And you got yeah. to interview people that, you know, people know and, and, and say, hey, what's your take on this? Oh, and then... You know, you, if you just hammer it home from every single angle, yeah. then in 50 years, the culture will be back, change. back to a, a nice little happy sand lotty. And we know this, but yeah. you ask any big leader what yeah. youth sport should be, yeah. and it, it will be the opposite of what it currently is. Yeah. I, every every single one of them will tell you, make sure your kid's having fun. Yeah. And make he, sure he loves the game. You know this because you literally live... In a major league clubhouse yeah. for the last decade, you go on these plane flights. You hear everything. Yeah, you see them interact with their kids. Yes. Um, so we'll have to interview these peeps. Can't wait. It's gonna Be- be great. Beard salute to you all. See you next time. Have a great night.